This is Monica Perez, and I am here with such a lovely person. I always enjoy my conversations with the great noble of the CFR network, and I'm going to let him tell you about his unique show and how to find it, and then we are going to dive in to the most interesting events of 2022. Noble, thanks so much. I'm so happy to see you, Yo. or not see you. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Broadcasting from parts unknown and known to some. <laughs> Muchas gracias. This has been a, a wonderful, again, experience. And thank you very much for the opportunity to grace your wonderful audience with a little bit of um, nobility, quote, unquote. <laughs> So true, so true. Um, from sunny, not so sunny at the moment, Birmingham, England, CFR Network, Culture, Freedom and Righteousness. Nothing to do with the Council on Foreign Relations, but I thought I would usurp their indeed titleage and create something new with it. And ultimately, it's about exploring the human experience, inciting people to think and trustfully whether it's one to a hundred, someone's going to get a nugget of information or a jewel here and a jewel there, and that will enrich and improve their life. And that's what it's all about. It's about spreading the wealth of knowledge that we all have. We all have lots of information and knowledge. It's just how can we disseminate it to wider people? And one thing, two things I love about your show is, one, I feel like, similar to my approach, you really are open-minded and just want to get the truth. I'm not flattering myself. I try not to flatter myself to be in that company, but I feel like I can count on you to give me your best evaluation of what's going on without this preconceived agenda that, that the facts of the day need to fit into your view of the world. And you have a view of the world, so it's. I, I think that's admirable and also really educational and interesting for us to listen. And I really like that you have a body of guests that's different from like our mainstream alt media podcast <laughs> world here in the U.S. I mean, you have people from different cultures, from um, you know, mixed martial arts yes. and sex workers, and just people who. Okay, you know, probably have very libertarian leanings, which is my thing. Um, but you know, having a different perspective is just can open up a whole new world that you didn't even think yes. was a way of looking at things. And I just love that. It's about breaking barriers down. Ultimately, another thing, it's about destroying the barriers. We're, we're in this modern age, we're put into all of these boxes, and inside of the boxes, we have little labels. And inside the clothes, we've got even more labels and washing instructions and all types of stuff. And it's like, come on, ultimately, we have, you know, eyes and ears where we you know we're upright walking, apparently the top of the food chain kind of thing. We definitely have different nationalities. We definitely look different from each other. But let's not focus on the differences. Let's focus on what we have in common. And what we have in common is we have good people and we have bad people. And what I'm trying to do and what you're trying to do is to separate the wheat from the chaff, which is the good from the evil. And so look, these are the people that you need to be kind of paying attention to, link up with like-minded people. If you can't, just be the beacon of light within your community, within your household, it may just start from and then within a year, two years, the whole household now starts to think a little bit more holistically and a little less selfishless, 
you know, it's, it's about me or I've, I've got to get the newest thing. Oh, no, it's about, you know, what is my impact on my on what I'm doing now? How does that affect other people? And it's such a a white pill because you are not desperate for a solution because your focus, it's like karate, like you, you're supposed to aim beyond the board. And I feel like you're not looking at the end game in this dimension because you're spiritual and that you look beyond the board so you can just calmly go through that process of, uh, you know, enlightening your circle, bringing um, joy to your household. And I actually do believe that that is our only hope is that the individual taking, putting one foot in front of the other is really the only hope for you as an individual. And it's the only hope for humanity. As the collective. So I like it. Mm, it's, and like it's so it. difficult. And Monica, this is, some people might think, oh, Noble, he just sits, he just floats on a little cloud and he's got shea butter and he's in the lotus position. He does no wrong. He has no trials and tribulations, challenges, etc. It has taken a long time to get to the point where I am now. And I'm still on the journey. I am still on the journey. And you live in the world. I mean, you have a day job. Like you can't, you can't be too in the clouds if you're putting food on the table. <laughs> this is the thing. I mean, and, and, and thanks for highlighting that because many people think that content creators. Uh, I mean, some of them have a full time job doing creating content. Rare. <laughs> that is hard to do, Ex and to keep your integrity. I mean, some people can do it, but. You've got to, because you even just want to appeal to the masses. Mm. If you need to rack up the numbers, you've got to, you know, you've got to keep yes. it within like kind of alternative Overton window. <laughs> totally. You know, and it's so tricky. I, I, so many DMs, calls, video calls, just messages, interactions. Noble, why on earth hasn't your, your, um, especially on YouTube, why haven't you got some more subscribers? You should be viral. I can't, you need to change your titles and make them more clickbait. I'm not interested in nothing like that. It'd be nice to have the, the visual rec rep, uh, representation recognition on the old boob tube, but on podcast, it's a lot, it's, the numbers speak for themselves and it's, it's a very different kind of ball game. And I'm not necessarily seeking fame and recognition. I'm seeking people to DM me and say, Noble, thank you for that. You changed my mind or you helped me to do this. And, but the thing about the reach, yes, you, it would be great to be able to put the food on the table doing this, mm -hmm. but also you, the, the only reason, like my view is the reason to have reach is like, I'm doing a lot of research myself and I think I come up with these interesting insights and maybe add one little kernel to the body of knowledge in the world, which academics for, you know, millennia have been dedicating their lives to adding one little kernel of knowledge that's lasting and worthwhile. But if you don't have the reach, it's, you know, an awful lot of effort to put in and, you know, you could just leverage it by people hearing it. And that's why I like to kind of, you know, expand the, the network uh, across the pond to you. We, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of territory between you and me. So I love cutting out. And someday I'm going to get to Birmingham and we'll have to, uh, yes. I don't even know if you, if you imbibe, but you could have a. You know, you could have a little a seltzer or something. Yes, you seem like the kind of guy who doesn't drink. Well, no, no. well, uh, as they, as I say, I am a cheap date. Uh, I'm a very cheap date when if we're going to go out for alcoholic beverages, 
yeah, a pint will do me more than enough, and I will not be driving home on that. <laughs> See, you're a good man from top to bottom, but I have to tell you, there are a lot of people who are not good men from top to bottom on my list there we go. of people to watch, events to watch in 2022 in the rearview mirror. But the first person on my list, and this list is not really super duper in any kind of order except for what came out of my noggin. So uh, I did uh, two shows on Fishy Rishi, your <laughs> new PM, Rishi Sunak. And I just think that guy is, is fishy as heck. And um, I think he comes off as a totally different character. I think he never would have been uh, gotten to where he is if they hadn't stacked the deck. I, I, I was like the game, like the the whole thing was rigged to get him in. So I'll just so people know what happened was Boris Johnson, in my opinion, was completely pushed out as prime minister of the UK after having a vote of confidence, um, having a landslide victory. I think the last one as big as him was maybe Margaret Thatcher around that time in the 80s. There was no way this guy would have been pushed out without some help, which he cooperated with. He, his own party inside the cabinet was the thing, the catalyst led by Rishi Sunak. And I was like, oh, that guy is obviously, they've cooked up a deal where this guy's going to take over. That would have been too obvious. So they had a little placeholder in there. Uh, Trust, she was the shortest serving prime minister, I think, in UK history. And then um, they made it look like it was a tight race with him and her. And then for some reason, totally inexplicable, the conservatives said, we need to get this guy in uh, by the end of the week. And uh, they and he had maybe Boris Johnson was going to do it. There was another chick, I forget her name, but she was in the running. And they said, well, if you don't have 200 votes or whatever by noon on Monday, you can't even run. She didn't withdraw till like 1159 on Monday. She made it so it was impossible for anyone to run against this guy. It was the most rigged placement of a world leader I have ever seen. And when you dig into his background, his father-in-law was the founder of Infosys, which is building the metaverse for the World Economic Forum. I think there is no other way to put it. And his wife is <laughs> very, very well off. This dude, Richie Sunak, is so devoid and divorced from the common folk, quote-unquote, his constituents. It's unbelievable. It's, um, let's rewind um, uh, the zombie apocalypse, they were all to his, oh, Boris Johnson, he's the best thing since sliced bread was invented, and he's doing all the best things, and he couldn't do it, oh, he, he's, he's, he's unwell as well, you know, Monica, but he's making these speeches every day, and he's still, he looks a bit rough, and then we have a little scandal with one of his MPs, inappropriate touching with um with males as well and then we're thinking and we're seeing and you know so some people are saying yeah you know uh, he needs to kind of sort it out and then it, as you say the plan fully unfolds i mean i really think that i, I don't think this is of a surprise for Mr. Johnson, I don't think this is a, a surprise for anybody. I think you were given a an agenda 
sometimes that an agenda may change, but ultimately you are told within a period of time, this is where you're going to be. You're going to be there for, a, a, a you know, maybe yeah, shorter than you're going to be, but this is pre-planned. The, 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 <laughs> the Chancellor of the Exchequer, Exchequer made the pound crash right now look at the look at the symbolism of this monica he was an african gentleman what would the world would say a black man the first black chancellor of the uk and what did he do <laughs> fucked up immediately yeah <laughs> and the chick they always do that it's like you believe that the chick can't do math yeah yeah it's 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 so in your face. It's very subtle, though. It's very subtle. Um, and if you look at vile Twitter, Twitter's an interesting place. It's very vile and toxic at times. The stuff that was said about this poor guy was <laughs> out of this world. It's like, come on. Like, you did, know, you're really... Did he know? Was he in on it, do you think? Did he know? Yeah. I mean, because what, what they were planning to do was so stupid, stupid that yeah. he had to have known, and so did she. Exactly. Exactly. I had a- they were going to give, like, tax cuts yes! to the rich. Yeah. I mean, that was just, a, nobody's doing that in England. That's the stupidest thing ever. Just stupid. I had the conversation. I'm all for it, but it's stupid. <laughs> to a point. I mean, look, don't get it wrong. I mean, I have some friends who, you know, aren't necessarily poor, and I totally understand hiring very expensive accountants, and then you hire a tax avoidance count, uh, an accountant, because unfortunately, it is not fair. People who don't have money and maybe earn, let's say, twenty-five thousand pounds a year, you know, you, it, it's apples and oranges. People who are making, let's say, two hundred fifty thousand upwards, we're talking about a different tax bracket. You're on twenty percent. VAT and you know your national insurance, etc. It's 30, 40, 50, and then yeah. some of my associates, 60% tax. Like, well, wait a minute. You're earning a million pounds, and then the governmental wants to take 60% of that. That's not fair. And and it does get, I mean, it's the professional class. I, I went to school till I was 30, and I have a business degree and a law degree. I don't use it, but just the people I know who are in that boat, you, you have all these school loans, then you're working like a dog. I mean, you're working 80 hours a week. I used to work 80 hours a week. And when you do that, you have to live close to the city, which makes your housing prices go up. You cannot send your kids to public school. So all of a sudden you're looking at like, cause it, close to the city, they don't have the public schools are like, you know, deliberately dangerous and poor, you know, poorly run, which makes no sense. Right. Cause it's all public. Like what, you know, you don't have to, whatever. So, um, so your expenses go absolutely through the roof. And I noticed this many years ago, my husband got a raise and it kicked him into another tax bracket. And I was like, oh, this is a scam. Like, we're still not saving money. I said, let's just step off the grid. He was like, what are you talking about? I've come so far. And I was like, you really haven't. Yeah. And you're not probably going to get any further anytime soon. So save your, you know, why well, have a heart attack? And he just still, like, he's still like, it's, you know, you can't, you can't turn. I'm like, let's just, let's just uh, buy some chickens and go someplace cheap. And he's just like, you're insane. <laughs> but it's a, it is a, 
you can see like for the professional class, if you're not inheriting any money, you don't, or you just like make income where they tax it at like 50%. It's very, very hard to get out of that trap. And then, but the ones who do like investments and stuff, they, they, their tax brackets much lower. And like with these guys, like Sunak, they, uh, he just, his riches, he would like to say that he was a financial guy. I don't believe that. I don't think that he was like a successful financier. Maybe he was, but I think that all of his riches, and I, and I, I think he was probably brought up into like a wealthy yes. family because he did, he had that little quirk <laughs> quote from a while back saying like, you know, I know working class people. And then he's like, well, I don't actually know working class people. And it's like, dude, that, oh, it's so crazy. It's infuriating. <laughs> it, it's just like, you know, you're watching and you're giving an excellent analysis of what's going on. And I, I look over at, you know, America and I see what's going on. And I'm thinking, uh, to be fair, the visuals, visually, like the person who's currently, uh, you know, I'm just doing air quotes, your president at the moment, he's not fit. <laughs> He's not mentally or physically fit to be in office. This is absent. So it's like one extreme to the next. You had Boris Johnson and Trump, very similar type, wild-haired characters, you know, making brass calls and doing these things. It it was like, are we watching Back to the Future, like, one or two now? Like, you know, Trump Tower. I know, and it's it's no accident. I mean, they put him there knowing that's the impression and i just feel like i don't know if that plugs into this whole idea that democracy is broken which is fomenting these um ideas from left and right from communism to fascism they're just retreading the whole 20th century dialectic and they're doing that i think like because we had in 2000 let's say the election was stolen by jeb bush for george bush Mm. or it wasn't but that was a big deal like the the fate of the world like rested on a hanging chad which by the way would be my porn star name if i were a guy hanging chad because this little thing on the voting that is like a chad you poke it out and if it was hanging off did that mean that you voted for that person or was that an accident so it all rested on the hanging chad and uh it was i remember a german guy making fun it was like uh, a friend of mine was like oh my gosh your country's so such a mess i was like are you kidding we are all waiting patiently to see what happens and we will accept the answer like we are absolutely have complete faith in our yeah. process mm-hmm. and it's totally allowing for a peaceful transition of power even though it's really contentious and we can't have that now they they intentionally took that away from us i think it came from the parkland the Parkland shooting, oh. uh, when they, they they started telling kids like disobey the rules, yes. walk out on your class, and that was that was that watershed moment. And they're doing it to make everything look broken. And I think Biden being a boob is part of that. It is, and, and it's. I mean, we can see even people who have maybe were born in let's say two thousand, like you know the, the the younger generation. From when you was born, from what to to, to now. What has changed? What, what outside of the technological advances, etc., outside of inflation, like what has actually changed? We go Democrat, Republic. We go Labour. We go Conservative. Same doo doo, different toilet. <laughs> right. <laughs> I will say this though. I think the pathocracy. So like the 
the government that hates you, yeah. the pathocracy has shown its face. And I think that the unions are demonstrating that is that, and like Trump, it used to be, I remember when I was a kid, it was very much about trying to bring everybody to the center and then battling it, mm. battling it out at the center. Mm -hmm. And now it's intentionally or recklessly polarizing. People say incredibly stupid things. Um, they piss the other side off. Hillary said the basket of deplorables, like no one would have ever said that back then. And then you also have the unions, unions, railroad strikers and um, tube and stuff who are striking during the holidays. Yes. Like you would never have done that because it would lose sympathy from the people. Like you would not want to make the people who are complete innocent bystanders and all this suffer. And they're doing it. And I feel like it's all part of this pathocracy emboldening, showing its face for a reason. And I think it's to make the system look broken. And then what would be the, you know, problem, reaction, solution? Exactly. We have a broken system, guys. You know, in, in America, it's all crazy. We got this stuff, you yeah. know, we got left and right. Maybe Klaus Schwab. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Speaking of which, so you have a new king, and he's a he's a big pal yes. of Klaus. And what's up with that? Was did Queen Elizabeth really die this year? Has she been on ice like Ruth Bader Ginsburg? I think was like what what was up with that? Did she? I, um, you know, this is she. Is he going to give up the Scotland? Like what is up with that? It's a mess. It's an absolute mess. I, I, this is all hypothesis, obviously. You know, I can't confirm or deny. Um, you know. <laughs> Um, my, 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 this this land has been taken from me quite some time ago. So, the queen situation, I do think that she didn't, as it was reported, I think she had maybe transitioned, maybe up to three days prior to that. In my humble opinion, um, sidebar to that, they paraded her poor body around allegedly for days, traveling it up and down the country. It, <laughs> Now, the logistics of that, anybody knows, as you know, unfortunately, right. yeah, decomposing. No There's no right. chance. No chance. I mean, unless she's she was divine and her her flesh did not rot. <laughs> well, she has um, alleged <laughs> lineage to Muhammad. Um, and no oh, way. Have you not heard that? No, but I've heard that she's crypto jewish or something like i think everybody wants to take or and she's a shape-shifting lizard shape-shifting reptilian as per um, mr david ike <laughs> of course indeed who i interviewed the other day I, I know i need to get i need to watch that i definitely need to yes, watch that yes, um yes. it's a sidebar again please everybody if you can it's difficult to find but try and find a documentary called ring of power it's very old, early thousands. It's very detailed. Uh, it was a, I had it as a, a four-disc series. It's very, very long. Really? Yeah. Who did, who made it? Was it an Adam Curtis one again? I don't know. It was some. I don't think so. I don't. It wasn't fancy at all in regard to like an intro and outro kind of thing. Yeah. Um, someone has just kind of put things together and narr narrated it. Um, but in essence, there's at least two plus hours on the royal family and dynasty and stuff. And the Ben Ben Stone and the coronation. It's very, very interesting. So 
it isn't the Lord of the Rings because if you look up Ring of Power, it's it flips you. Oh, of course, of course, you've got to the Lord of the yeah, Rings. You've probably got to go into like Beat Shoot, maybe, or to Rumble. You can't just do a rudimentary uh, Google search. Possibly, I mean, again, I watched it. I first had it in the early thousands, and I think I can watched it on YouTube, maybe the mid thousands. But obviously, YouTube have gone through iterations of. Um, <laughs> censorship etc etc yes but i will see if i can find it if you're having difficulties yeah and, and get i'll put it. it in the show notes if you can yes um yeah it's it's so, it, the, the royal family is um is up in turmoil at the moment the marketing is going out um we've got the the the, the documentary which i um i'm i'm not going to watch yet i think i'm gonna because i've just been too busy I have been so busy, um, but I will be watching that Kate, the, the, the Harry and Meghan Markle thing. I'll have a look at that. But there's there's been so many distractions. There was a, a recent distraction highlighted to again to cause division, separation, and to distract us from this whole um, Charles. Prince Charles. I don't call him King oh, Charles. Yeah. I don't call him King Charles. <laughs> Chucky three. Chucky three. That's yeah. what I call him. Yeah. Because <laughs> it just reminds me of like that horror movie where the little baby doll <laughs> is like. <laughs> Hi, I'm Chucky. <laughs> exactly. <Wanna play? laughs> I love that. Exactly. So I just feel like he's like in part three. And uh, yeah, so so do you think that they're lizards or do they run the world or? They are you know? very powerful. She's the biggest, yeah. according to, you know, many different sources, she's the biggest land owner, you know, in the world. Like in the world, yeah. yeah, and that's that's all you need, really. Exactly, like, come on, you know? it's you know, we pay. I think it is like three pence or two pence out of the pound goes to the um to, to the um, to the royal family. Oh yeah! Whoa! Oh yeah! 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 yeah. Wow! Yeah! Holy cow, man! Yeah. Wow, that is that. I mean, who could be above that? Well, who could be above that? Think about it. It's all about if we if we go back three hundred years. She had a sheriff running around with swords, going to people's homesteads, demanding money on a regular basis. Goats, money, silver, whatever the hell. And then she would take that. Things have progressed, you know. <laughs> well, they, she got it all. <laughs> she got it all and she wants more. Yeah. <laughs> Dang, see, that's the difference. We don't, I mean, I don't know what the real backstory is here. Maybe there is a cult, whatever. But for us, because we didn't have feudalism, we stole it mm. from the people who lived here. That's for sure. But then it became like transferable title and we yes. just did not have that. But but I go to the squares in London and it's like named after the Baron or whatever, yes. the Lord, who still owns it because they do those 99 year leases. So it's like feudal lords still own like this incredibly expensive real estate in London. And you can't even buy the, a lot of times you can't actually buy the apartment. It's a leasehold. Leasehold. Exactly. It's, it is, that's why I stay far away from London. It's nice to go to travel <laughs> and to see like the museums and stuff and the architecture. There is some beautiful architecture down in London. I know some beautiful people down there, but just how they've got it set up. You've got, you can be on Mayfair and go two streets down and you're in a ghetto, a quote unquote ghetto full of predominantly brown people mixed with, you know, other underprivileged, you like, well, what's happening now is within those areas, all of the immigrants go there, 
So all these people coming in on boats, they don't go to anywhere else but to where the quote-unquote minorities are to cause more confusion, to clash cultures even further. Yeah, it is definitely a chaotic scene. I was there recently and it was... It did not, it, it looked like a world city. Like that was my impression. I felt like it, it, if you watch Star Trek or whatever, and there's some you know planetary outpost and you see people from different planets and there's no one particular planet represented yes. and they're all drinking different things and speaking different languages. And I just, I mean, it was cool. Like I, for me, I love it because I have no, you know, I don't live there and I don't know what problems emerge from that, but it was, it looked to me, I was like, oh, they gave, they, capital T, they, or Queen, Queen Elizabeth or yeah. whoever did it, just gave London to the world. Yeah, They gave it to the world and yeah. there it is. And it's just a world city and it might as well be its own, you know, it might as well be like the Vatican or Singapore, which is like just a, you know, a city state. Well, of its own, an we, isolated island of, <laughs> of, you know, you know, transit or something. Within London itself, as you know, there is the city of London. Which oh, is- yeah. Oh, <laughs> we drove through that and I recognized immediately. I was like, this. Yeah. I, I just feel Goldman Sachs. Yes. Like I just, you know, you just drove through it and it was like completely clean yes. and peaceful and whatever. And I and I knew, I knew. I, I asked the cab driver, it's like, is this the city of London? And he's like, Yes, they have their own police force and yeah. you can't even see the tops of the buildings. And it was so, so clear that you just stepped over. Different coat of arms that they have once you're entering into the city of London. The police have red accents on their their stuff rather than just the checkered Masonic like stuff. The Capitol Police, like it's just a whole different or DC, you know, it's just like a world city. Yeah, yeah. Or or um an enclave of yes. this power center. And that's when you know. And I used to be an investment banker. Like I did work on Wall Street and I had a friend who worked at Goldman Sachs, and I was the first time I went into an, a, a building where you couldn't there were no buttons on the elevator. You would walk into the elevator and you had to ask somebody, tell them where you're going, and they would program the elevator so that you could wow. go there and only there. And I, it was super creepy, but these are people I knew and like, they weren't like, didn't think of themselves as running the world, Indeed. but they were all insanely rich because when they make investments, maybe yes. not Goldman, but when they, they get like, they don't even have to pay income tax on some of it. It's called this carry thing. It's that, I don't want to go down that yeah. road, but okay. Yeah. So let's. I want to know from your perspective, some foreign affairs, like, uh, obviously Ukraine war. I would love to get your overview on what the purpose of that is and some regime change stuff like Kazakhstan, Iran, that seems to be heating up. And I wonder if you are getting more news than we are. I, well, let's go backwards. Um, I'm not hearing much at all about that. The Iran Kazakhstan stuff. I think that has bled across based upon the, the 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 first part which would be Ukraine and Russia Kazakhstan again this this is all part of the Soviet Union right <laughs> so right. Right. It, it just seems that we're having little distractions put here uh, Iran obviously that there's the, there was that um false propaganda put out about 15,000 protesters are going to be beheaded etc etc which I found shocking and this is a highlight for everybody you wake up and something, oh my God, what on earth is this on our Twitter feed or what on earth is on my Instagram yeah. feed? And you're looking through and you think, oh my, that's terrible. You read some, which someone has carefully manicured and put stuff over and has clearly taken some time to put 
this together. And then I thought, okay, this seems worthy enough for me to investigate. And I started to investigate, and within five minutes, it came up that it was a hoax led by bloody Justin Trudeau and another um, an actor, actress or something like that, who, who put tweets out about this. And it's, we've got to be careful. We've got to be really careful with the information that we're ingesting and then retweeting. And there's no repercussions for that kind of thing. Like when Elon Musk tweeted stuff a couple of years ago that literally like changed the stock price of Tesla so that individuals lost a lot of money, like that kind of thing. I think when the Nikola guy, so there's another company called Nikola, when he did something like that, I think he was just convicted on like whatever it is, some kind of fraud or crime or whatever. I don't know if he goes to jail for it, but he was like brought up on charges and tried and convicted or pled out. I don't know. But nothing, just a slap on the wrist for these like created persons to say stuff like that. People aren't, you know, uh, horrified that they're lying and causing real problems and spreading misinformation, just depending on if you're on high and doing it for some sanctioned reason or not. Everyone has an agenda and we need to understand, understand and understand what is the real agenda. People say a lot, but what are their actions and deeds so uh, this goes across the board, media, this goes to presidents, this goes to Elon Musk. They talk a lot of stuff, they tweet a lot of stuff, but what are they actually doing? Neuralink? You know, uh, come on, people. I know, Neuralink. <laughs> it's so funny, like he's going to put chips in your brain, right? And Tesla is totally underwritten by the U.S. government to the tune of billions and billions yes. of dollars. I mean, they chose him. <laughs> It's obvious, and he's he made and his Twitter money. Twitter now. Oh my gosh, Twitter! Pay from PayPal. Didn't he make make his money from PayPal? Was it? I think so. Yeah, I think that was his original thing. And then Facebook. I think they they slid him into gave him a bunch of like basically free stock in Facebook. Mm, it's, it's was he the? Yeah, he was the PayPal guy. And then someone. Well, one was eBay, like that. Um, Omidyar, or one was eBay, and one was PayPal. Mm -hmm. I'm looking it up. They're um, chosen. They're part of a... Um, <laughs> I mean, don't get it wrong. I think some people can kind of sneak in, you know? You know, like, uh, I think, what we you know, 2022, 10 years ago, those old Illuminati, Jay-Z's Illuminati, Rihanna's Illuminati, all of these musical... Selling your soul for the Illuminati and all that. that again, that was kind of distractions of sorts. But people are willing to do the most unspeakable things not have any morals because they want to have trinkets. They want to have access to maybe private jets. They want a lifestyle which they don't have. I, I understand that, but you as, a, as an individual have to realize that that lifestyle has been marketed to you. You know, generally driving around, flying in private jets is reserved for very rich people, business people, you know. Why would you need to? It'd be cool. Don't get me wrong. I would like to go on a private jet, yeah. but I'm not gonna like sell my soul, quote unquote. I'm not gonna debase and and take away my moral stance to to get money to enable me to do that. And that kind of thing, I think, creates and it, this is like it goes from east to west, yoga to Catholicism. When you focus on those kind of desires, on satisfying your desires, yeah. 
it, it's like it's like if you drink too much and it just builds up a tolerance or smoke too much pot or whatever like you build up a tolerance and then you need to actually consume more just to get normal and then to get that zingy thrill that you would have gotten originally from that cool thing, you have to level up and level up. That's why your marriages break down. Your girls get younger. They start doing, I mean, really it can get crazier and crazier to the point where I do now believe I did not used to believe it, but I do now believe that at some level, the thrill only comes from doing things that normal people could never do that are illegal yes. or immoral. And then you have like a kiddie stuff or human hunting parties were one yeah. thing or like that um, Arab sheik or whatever prince who got convicted of, I, I think, beating his manservant yes. with a, like a piece of wood with nails, nails in it. Like, in it. Yeah. You can just get away with anything. And you do because that's how you feed this ego so i personally think the seeds of unhappiness are sown into that it's a trap just like i was saying before like your trap of like working and the treadmill and then the progressive taxes like make you bizarrely work harder and you really until you're exhausted and then you retire and you yeah you're lucky if you get your place in the sun Indeed. but we need to clip yeah, that we it. need to clip that that is so important that people because it at a young age at a young age again the marketing is done so 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 overtly and subtly at the same time that it's well i, I can't just settle for a thirty thousand k job or a seventy thousand k no I need to be, I need to see people to see me. I need to have the, a McLaren. I need to have the, the, the most beautiful, um, surgically operated woman, you know, on this earth. You know, I need everything that I can see. And you know what's impossible about it? This is the thing that makes it impossible is that the people who are put in those ads, the people who you see like that yeah. are young and beautiful. Mm -hmm. And if you want a McLaren, if you if you didn't weren't born with one <laughs> and you want one, it's going to take until you're old yes. to achieve those goals. And then you can't have it anymore. Like you aren't young. You can never be the thing that you were working to be because it's over for you. So you can then, that's when I think like you get into the eyes wide stu shut stuff where you have these guys who do achieve that through whatever means. Yes. And then they it's almost like they want to uh, consume that youth and these women, you know, like they have, cause I was always like, what, you know, she's just with you for your money. Yes. Right? Like, how does this feel satisfying to you? And I think it feels satisfying to them for that reason. Like yes. they earned it. Mm. Yeah. Like, like, it, 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 yeah, it, it's, it's, it's he massive. Yeah, this <laughs> is it. It's the ego being stroked on the level that if I didn't have this money, she wouldn't be here. But I don't care about the yeah. moral implications of that. I've got yeah. the money and I can say, I can click my fingers and she's going to drop yes. it like it's hot, quote unquote, <laughs> you know? Yeah, like I, yeah, I... I could buy this person. You know, I don't even have to earn it. Like, that's the thing is like, I feel like the love and respect of someone I love and respect is the highest purpose in this life for me. Like it's extremely satisfying to me and it's very rich and you can be content. So like you don't have to keep working at it, but they don't want to work at it at all. They want, they like the idea that they can just buy it. I just, I think that's something that we don't understand, but that that's what disturbs me about all that imagery is coupled with the youth that if it, you just, it cannot be achieved.
that that combination cannot be intentionally achieved. Of course not. And here's a perfect example: Housewives of Beverly Hills, Housewives of Miami, all of that. Look, the, the a lot, a lot of like, you've got those doctor surgeon guys, and they're literally finding women. And look, I look. Let's 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 be balanced from a lower chakra point. I I totally get it. You know, you're a middle-aged man. You know, you, you you know it didn't work out with the first wife or whatever it is. She's a pretty young May, you know, boss woman or whatever. That's it. Okay, I find you attractive. What I'm going to do now is I'm going to make you the woman that I want you to be. So I'm going to cut into you. I'm going to put this yeah. into you. I'm going to put that into you. And these women are just like, oh my God, I found my my prince charming. He wants to make me beautiful, and he's going to give me thousands of pounds and or, or dollars, etc. And it, it's it's the idea of selling. Hmm. I don't think they think they're selling themselves, but they at that point they know that they're selling themselves to maintain this lifestyle. They're doing all kind of deplorable acts with their friends, their husband's friends, to keep him satisfied. Yeah, they're doing all types of stuff. This is something that that same German guy told me about, and I didn't really fully understand it because I think it was more of a European thing. And he said these nouveau riche guys find the girl who looks like what he wants her to look like, and then he makes her be what he wants her to be. Yes. So he makes her learn French or whatever, and he creates her in his own, you know, sculpts her out of whatever. And I never realized that before until I did start seeing it here. And I didn't, I didn't, I don't, cannot watch those shows because <laughs> people demeaning themselves yes. like upsets me. Like I can't, I yeah. don't like that at all. Mm. And I think consider it demeaning just to fight in front of people on purpose. Like it's just so, oh. it's and, so unladylike. It's, it's so unla and yeah. especially for, um, what's the term now? It's African-American women. They seem to be the forefront for debauchery, foul language, fighting, uh, everything negative, everything negative. Yeah. And it's so unnecessary. So they pick on purpose mm. that kind of a scene. You know, they'll find somebody who, somebody got rich through no, you know, whether it's sports or music, but it didn't require the kind of maturity and cultivation yes that like someone who accomplished, you know, in academia or in business. So it selects for the kind of trashiest of that, but you can't see that. Right. So you think, Oh, this, you don't, you don't see that there were other options. Um, yeah. That, that's the thing that blur the line. So there is, there's, 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 there's not an option. There's just one way. It's a straight road. There's no, there's no yes. left turns. There's no right turns. You just one ray. You you gotta just do out thou will will be the whole yes. of the law. And this is how they establish again the aspiration. So they tell kids. Do you ever watch Boondocks? Have I asked you this? No, I haven't. You have. Oh my but gosh. No, I haven't. No. Yes. It's supposed yeah, to be very good. Yeah pretty i mean it's shocking like it's shocking but it's deep you know it doesn't look deep it doesn't appear yes. deep on the surface but it's deep and there's so the two kids one is an intellectual and one is wants to be a rapper or whatever and you can see that the kid who wants to be a rapper he just fantasizes about you know 
gold chains yes. and cheap women. And that's his aspiration. So how is he ever going to focus on something meaningful? And then at the same time, someone who is focused on the meaningful is absolutely never going to engage in that kind of uh, expose of their personal lives. I mean, it's disrespectful. Anybody with some class isn't going to yeah. do it. So you're not yeah. going to see the classy people, but because like you were saying, breaking down barriers and boundaries. Okay. So I'm a white woman in LA and I know that the housewives of Beverly Hills are just not the people at my soccer game. Uh, right. Yes. But I don't know if the, uh, black rappers wives in you know a neighborhood in Atlanta I never go to oh well that everybody's like that there mm. you know like you just you because you're not experiencing the bigger pool yes. that then represents the only exposure you have Thank you. to that and it's just that's very damaging and I agree it's totally deliberate and I see it with women too like when the triple G fight I don't know if you remember yes. the first Canelo triple yes. G they pinned that on it was complete completely rigged I was at the fight so I wasn't being brainwashed by Max Kellerman the whole time. I was at the fight. It was on Mexican Independence Day, and they booed Canelo because mm. it was so clearly, yes, it was not cool. And they pinned that on the female judge. And I was like, it's like your black <laughs> chancellor of the exchequer. It's like, yes, because with, you know, you're never going to say, you know, and Max Kellerman was like, she probably had a bad day. I'm like, oh, do you think she was, you know, that time of the month? That time, Is that you you're idiot. literally saying, <laughs> like, oh. are you fucking kidding me? So it's they do that. And the same thing with your UK. I noticed that your your PM. I noticed that too. So, okay. So what about the um, Ukraine war. What do you think is, oh, yeah. so that started in February. Mm -hmm. What do you think is the end game there? Why do you think that, was it a complete setup? Is Putin a good guy? Is he a bad guy? Are well, we headed to World War Three? What's going on? I think we've already, I think we're currently in World War Three. in my humble opinion, since 1991, Iraq. I think that was the start of new World War Three. So we're, we're currently in a World War state. Oh, wait. You said what now? 19... Say that date again. 1991 at the Iraq war that is the start of world war three okay so my uncle was a priest and he was like my mother said he was a mystic like he could communicate yeah I know weird right and he said to me like he's been dead a long time but he wasn't dead when he said this to me he said to me that in the 90s he said world war three will start in the first year of the new millennium in the middle east and then 9-11 happened on September 11th, 2001, which is the first year of the new millennium, because yes. 2000 was the last year. Mm -hmm. And he said it was prophesied. And I never heard anybody think of World War III as having started then, except for I always thought that. I was like, hmm, maybe that was really the start of World War III. That would be another, that would be another interesting date-wise and um, numerologically-wise that makes perfect sense. I just say 1991 because it was just an awful kind of situation. I've got friends who served over there and they, you know, they came back like, yeah, worse for wear yeah. to say the least. Yes, um, yes, it's, yes. It's, it's the, 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 the war now. So I'm not going to go into that because I'll be into that for ages. <clears throat> so yeah, the war yeah, in okay. Ukraine, um, I, um, Ukraine, sorry, and Russia. That is in my opinion, the expansion of NATO and the European Union. They obviously, you know, 
Soviet Union, no longer. Russia, still a very big superpower. Um, Putin, he's doing... I don't trust any of these these um, so-called leaders, per se. Um, I think that they are... I think they've got autonomy to a point. I think the lesser of two evils, I don't even like to even use that, that, that even terminology, but he seems to be doing a little bit better than the, his Western counterparts. They just want this one world. Let's just, let's just go for it. A one world order where the rule <laughs> of the jungle will not be... <laughs> I forgot what his line was now, a senior. But that's what they want. Yes. NATO and the European Union was is is part of that NAFTA and all of, they're just trying to encroach and and take away the national sovereignty of all yeah. countries to put them under one ownership. Oh, okay, yeah, you're still doing that, but you don't have your own pesos no more. There's no yen. There's no. Um, there's none of that stuff. We're just going to have euros. We're just going to have euros everywhere, and you're going to trade like that. And you know, we're going to dictate you certain policies, how you can drive your vehicles, and working hours, and that kind of stuff. And it's going to get more draconian and draconian and draconian. Yeah, the um, Ian Davis, who is an English guy, I talk to <coughs> fairly petrol, regularly. Petrol, petrol chemical guy. He was a petrol chemical. Is it? No, no. It's Ian Crane. That is. That's Ian Crane. No, Ian Davis writes for Off Guardian. He also contributes, I think, to Unlimited Hangout. And he had a series I talked to him about called The Multipolar World Order. And the idea is that, and I think he doesn't, you know, he's, he, reaches back in a history and cites facts and stuff that we all are familiar with. But I, I just like the way he puts a point on it, which is you can go back to the trilateral commission, which yes. is the trilateral, like the three columns, yes. basically the world's divided. And he said, it's really just always been a march to the interim point, which is regionalization. And then like, I've always said, they just go to the two, you know, Atlantic and the Pacific and they just zip it up, you know, that they're just going to zip it up at some point. But right now he feels like this kind of um, pullback from pure globalization is, is just a retrenching in the regionalized. And then you're going to have, and I'm trying, I'm starting to think like, we're going to have the CBDCs, but, but maybe Bitcoin is, is back there for the world currency. Like, I don't know. I've always, I'm wondering how that's all going to put together. But as you mentioned that we all have one, like the same money that will probably, you'll probably, I wouldn't be surprised if there's going to be regional, like three regional currencies exactly. before, yeah, yeah. now that you mention it, yeah. Amero has been spoken about for many of years. I haven't oh. really spoken about it for a while. Yeah, so that was supposed right. to be for, for, for North America and I guess South America. I think that was for the yeah, Americas in definitely. essence. Yeah, definitely. Um, Euro for the European and for Oceania. I can't remember what that one was going to oh. be. No, this, uh, yes, the Americas. I noticed as soon as Biden got into office and assassinated the... Haitian president. Oh, um, I'm assuming it was him because he had caught people in a coup to yes. assassinate him. Yes. And then he was assassinated a month after Biden took office. I remember thinking he's seeding the ground globally as a global leader, but what they seem to be doing is reasserting regional hegemony for the United States in the Americas, North and South. 
And I hadn't thought about that since Biden came into office. And I was noticing a lot of signs in that regard. And I just didn't put it together with what Ian Davis was saying and what you're saying about the money. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely North and South America for sure. So I always think of the North American Union, it will be the American, yes. the American Union, I guess. 100%. And I, I'm wondering, I'm thinking that, that they will encapsulate the Caribbean islands with that. Yeah. So we would I have, would think so. because currently, Cuba. everything. Exactly. Yes, that's it. Everything. That's it. Yeah. Everything. Haiti. I mean, Haiti. Yeah, Haiti. Indeed. Indeed. The, the bastion was a bastion of, of, of um, liberation of independence, but France put some terrible sanctions on that um, poor island and then, you know, potential military operations prior to this huge earthquake. Which sent oh, in, totally. you know, sounded like a bomb to me. I don't yeah, think that definitely. was flipping natural, yeah. a natural disaster. No but, way. you know, I can only hypothesize. I can't put people in courts. That's what Build Back Better, that was the first use of that expression was after the Haitian earthquake. Oh, God. Who said that? Was that Hillary and them? It was Clinton. Oh, yeah. Bill, yeah. Bill. Bill. Yeah, he was the guy. But yeah, that's when... Bill Clinton and George Bush, like yes. bitter enemies, but of yes. course they weren't, came together to, I think, oversee any petroleum resources that might be under there or whatever it was. I don't know. But yeah, that was absolutely fishy. Okay, so there's another item from 2022 that I do not know what to make of. I think it might be as, and I rarely use this word because I'm not 100% sure I know what it means, but I think the word would be banal, that the uh, that Shinzo Abe was assassinated just to get a certain result in the election the next week. And I can't think of any other reason, but wasn't that crazy that Shinzo Abe was assassinated and there wasn't really even was that, that much? The, was that the public execution guy? The one that got shot? Yes, and... With- Yes, and he had been uh, the president of Japan yes. for a long time. A long Abenomics. time, yeah. and it came into the media for three hours and yes, as quickly. It, as and that. it was crazy looking, and you saw the whole thing. Yeah, uh, live. It was at like a a, a gun held together by duct tape. Duct I mean, it was tape. The it, it was a, thing. <laughs> really. I didn't. I was seeing this video, and I was thinking. Who is this guy? Because I didn't, there was no titles to it. I was just getting sent this video and I'm thinking, well, who's been shot? And why have they used like some kind of improvised kind of gun? It looks really strange. Like, this is fishy. What what on earth? And then I saw another video and you could see he's clearly been shot. Because initially I just thought, ah, this is like a, this is one of those videos, you know. But then when I saw the blood and stuff, no, it didn't look real. That's it. That's what I thought initially. And then (sighs) regime change. It's, Clearly, regime change. But for what purpose? This is the thing I couldn't... I was digging and digging, and I'm trying to think, well, of course they're going to install their own person, but, like, what's the the driving purpose? I think that was just... um, There was some... You know, his whole party was... I guess it was a big election, like a bunch of legislators were being elected. And I don't know if there were constitutional reforms or some kind of decision point where they would go towards one policy, um, you know, shift or the other. And obviously, I think you would call it neoliberal, like the neoliberal thing. Yes. Um, and then because of his assassination, that his party we sailed to victory and that was it. Like that's, that seemed to be the entire point of that. Just that simple little, well, this is one way we can get 
we can get elected. It's yeah. like, oh, it's, wow, that is that's you, cold. It's cold. <laughs> and you, as you say, so we've got Japanese prime minister. We've got the Haitian prime minister. And then we've got um, another, was it four African presidents? who? Oh, at least. There's some, there's like 50 guys in <sighs> Africa who got taken out because of COVID. Like there's an article like in a, <laughs> a reputable academic portal saying why are so many african leaders dying in a variety of ways exactly yeah and but a lot of them were executed in essence it wasn't like you know we're going to get an umbrella with that poison stuff in it and jab someone as they're walking <laughs> yes. like they used to do in the 80s you know yes Old heart attack them. dart yes that's yeah. it <laughs> no, um, things have advanced it, it's I, I think people and this is just interacting with some of the lemmings and the sheep, you know, in my day-to-day activity, people are staring and some of them are doing a lot more than staring and they're angry that they know. I don't think they fully know full, you know, the, the, the big and wider picture, but they know this two-party system is foolishness. It's folly, but I don't think they're angry enough. I don't think they've been pushed into the corner enough. You know, like when you corner a, a, an animal, and at some point, he's going to bite you, isn't he? So I, I know, think... but if you want him to bite you, you know, they want, yeah. they will direct where, who is bitten. Okay. Now, the question is, and this is so simple in my humble opinion, I've said it so many, so many times, I've said it since 2012, I think it was, non-compliance. That's, we don't yeah. need to do, we don't need to do anything except for not take part in this system withdraw from the system it does take literally i said a day but i don't think i think it would be like a a wave of people doing it if we all did it simultaneously it could happen in one day it would take a week you know what the first thing that would have to happen there's only one thing that would have to happen before that and it would be you would have to free yourself from desire oh gosh Yes. Right. I mean, you couldn't do it if you still desired. Yes. I mean, maybe you don't desire a McLaren, but uh-huh. you might desire, you know, an M3. You know, you exactly. might desire. <laughs> and if you if you're if you desire and you've worked yeah. hard and you feel like yeah. you've got some credits in the bank towards yeah. your M3, you mm. might just keep yeah. plugging along, especially if they back off. Okay, okay, well, we'll let you elect Ron DeSantis or whatever. Yes. You know, like just don't think, don't quit. I- yeah, I think that's 25% of the popular because we're never, the wonders of humanity is that we all have different agendas. This is the key thing. We all have different agendas. Now, I think, you know, just look at using percentage, 25% are like, I, I totally get it, Monica. Noble, I get it. I want it now, man. Like, I can't wait for us to do all that stuff. And then once we've got it all sorted, then the remnants of it, like, maybe I can yeah. get my M3 then in, like, five years. <laughs> I want it now, man. Look at it. I can get the competition pack, man. I'm going to spend another 20 grand on upgrades, man. Come on. On credit. <laughs> yeah, we go. You can borrow like, it. Uh, yeah. This is the whole... I don't know if it's the same in America, but in England, you can literally go on, like, let's say, for instance, Walmart, Target. Now, within, say you see a product for, let's say, $29 plus plus your sales tax, right? So that will bring you up to, what, maybe $35 or so. And there'll be, there'll be some options. It will normally say, like, just add to basket. 
And maybe if the store you're shopping in has their own credit facility in there, usually it wouldn't be for that kind of low value, but apparently times have changed. So I'm noticing now that you have like three or four different ways that you can pay. So you can pay cash. You can you can use their own credit facility to spread the payments of a 35 pound product over a three or six month pro, pro, you know, um, payment plan. And then you've got these ones called Calamari or something. These these apps yeah. or something. These companies, and you can just literally. I'm sure there must be a minimum spend, but you can spread the payments on everything now, Monica. Yeah, I I accidentally like clicked on the wrong thing, and they started sucking me into signing up for one of those things. <laughs> yeah, it's it is. I have not seen any kind of minimum. Like it is a tiny tiny amounts they suggest you can pay over four months, and then the other thing that's been popping up too is another. It, like this thing costs $3.50, but you could pay $3.60 if you want what I call green fees. You know, you can just reduce your carbon footprint by that. Whereas somebody from Sweden, Ronnie Snellman, said that you could, there, it's that you get a discount for using the thing with the lower carbon footprint. I think that's an interesting cultural distinction is that we opt to pay more. Yeah. in order to get our green virtue feeling. Exactly. But but there, they'll say you could pay a little bit less if you take the greener option. I, you know, that's just weird. But yeah, so I noticed both of those things at checkout now, which were not true one year ago. It's, it's again, so this is, everything's on credit. Everything's, push yourself to the limit. Buy everything on your credit cards. When those are maxed out, oh, don't worry about that. You can just click on this and blah, blah, blah. We're in a we're in a financial crash at the moment. We're, we're in you know, it's going to be hyperinflation very soon. We're paying, Monica. My my utility bills have gone up three times. Oh, they have wow. tripled. They have tripled wow. in one year. They blame Ukraine. A, 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 now here's the weird thing: Ukraine's the problem. Now, when I look at my gas bill, now I'm not stupid, clearly. So I would always fix my rates. But strangely enough, Monica, some people haven't. And they're on variable price plans. That's another story. So I look at my bill and I examine it. And it shows me that the gas is cheaper than the electricity. And the electricity is the one that's gone up the most. I'm paying like what I would pay for my gas and electricity in one whole year, Monica, is what I am paying for in just electricity. Wow. Yeah. And that's, that has nothing, right? That's probably yeah. nuclear. You probably have nuclear. We've got, I think we've got three, maybe four nuclear plants still um, um, active. They're apparently supposed to be building another one. Um, yeah. It's... Well, I noticed too, I did a deep dive this year on the gasoline prices because Biden kept saying it was Russia. And I thought that can't be true because as long as anyone is buying the Russian oil and gas and they're selling all that they have into the market, uh-huh. the other, you know, they're fungible commodities. Like the yes. other places should just be able to buy them at what it would be market. You know what I mean? It doesn't exactly. matter unless uh-huh. they're completely cordoned off. And so in my research, I, the number one reason for gasoline prices having spiked was that 
our refineries have been steadily declining. I think they're, they're, we have 25% as many refineries for regular gasoline than we had in the 80s. And now, they're is, moving the older that, ones over. Yeah. Is that, sorry, is that due to them closing these refineries down? Or? Yeah. So as the refineries are requiring expensive maintenance, they're getting ahead of that, closing them down and like beginning the process of converting them to biofuels. But but in the in the interim period, it wasn't even just converting them to biofuels. It was just taking them offline because they weren't worth the um, maintenance, um, I guess, because they saw the writing on the wall or regulatory requirements made them impractical. So they were it was definitely systemic um, outside things and either policy or, you know, the green future or whatever or, you know, anticipated policy, either one that made that refinery number go way, way down. And then during COVID, when you had two years in some places in LA, for sure, everything was totally shut down. Things that would have been kind of mothballed over the next three to five years, they just didn't restart them up. So there was like a step down that um, a lot of them just did not restart after COVID. So the first time we had like, um, you know, uh, a peak season for gasoline, I guess is in the summer or something, then as soon as that happened, they all of a sudden realized that there was a shortage and without people, with people actually not only going back to previous levels of driving, but um, increased levels of driving, like a rebound effect and not, at, you know, not even thinking about gas prices to make their plans different. You know, they didn't have to adjust. So that's where I came out with all of that. And they just blamed Ukraine. <laughs> I was like, I don't think so. But no. it gave them a good excuse to not take yeah. responsibility for policies that were really disruptive. It's it, it it just seems like it's 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 planned obsolescence of sorts. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah. We we, we want to destroy this. I mean, oh, let's tell everyone when you're growing up, if you're born like in the seventies and stuff, that oil is finite and it's made by plants and dinosaurs, dinosaurs. being squashed up. Loads and loads of pressure, and it makes this, and it's going to run out in a certain period, hence right. the peak oil scandal. And then all of a sudden, last year, they come out and say it's renewable. Yes, the earth. Oh, they're not saying that here. The Russians always said that, I think. No, I'm sure I've seen it on US media to say that they've really? said that. It, yeah. They've come out and admitted it now that yes, it's really yes. I mean, it didn't Breaking. make sense to me because um, diamonds are made so far in the earth that they couldn't be squished up dinosaurs. <laughs> and if diamonds aren't, then coal doesn't have to be oil. Like it's geologic, in my opinion. Yes. But this is it. This is what well, I don't like to use this term, but it, uh, it's universal. Mother Nature does her thing, and her thing is to have molten lava, which is underneath the crust of the earth, yes. and there is also natural nice. gases, there's methane, there's oil, and this yeah. is just produced, just like our, our body produces what? Blood and water oh. and like... <laughs> She's the bomb. <laughs> Real thing, isn't it? You know, we wouldn't think that, I, I guess because people are quite into this science stuff. They think that <laughs> Earth is just an inanimate object. It's just a rock. <laughs> Speaking of science and a rock, is anybody driving around on Mars? Or oh, what do you gosh. think about that? 
Ah, it's money laundering at its highest. <laughs> yes, yes. It's, it's, it's just like, I don't know. I mean, maybe if I didn't have any morals and stuff, I would want to get involved in this um, never a straight answer kind of um, company and stuff. Um, we, in my opinion, and based upon many scientists, and I do know there are, you know, you can get 100 scientists and 50 will say one thing and 50 will say the opposing thing. So I get it. It just depends on where you lie. We ain't going nowhere past this, 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 like the air, the outer, outer stratosphere. Get out of here. And also, why, why, wait a minute. LA has a huge problem for homelessness. The whole world has a huge problem of homelessness. Right. Yeah. We, we have people who are, uh, are that broke that they have to go to a council building, Monica, to stay warm. They're called warm spaces. They've introduced them in the last like three months, no, two months in England. And they've got cups of tea, so you don't even need to use your, use your own tea and coffee. So you go to this council building, you huddle up, and it's a warm place. You can have your tea, and then you go back home and use your own electricity because of the prices. The council have also shut buildings down because they can't afford the heating to heat the buildings. So that is, yeah, it, 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 it's just like, is this idiocracy playing out again? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> and then they spend money on space programs. Yes, it makes so much sense. And then, oh, yeah. what Monica, right, we're making serious moves. Even though what you have in your pocket, everybody, you have a mobile phone. It's now called a smartphone. It has more computing power than the, <laughs> uh, you know, the computers that sent up um, Buzz Aldrin and those guys, you know, one small step for man. <laughs> and And they lost... They lost all the science. They lost the pictures. They lost everything. I mean, it's, yeah, it's you can't make this stuff off. I mean, you really can't. But people are eating it up, and they want seconds. Oh, Monica, I love sci-fi and stuff. And they're saying they're going to the moon. Maybe mm-hmm. I can. I wonder if I can stay uh, alive long enough, and I can go to Mars. Wouldn't that be cool? And I can see some Martians. Yeah, and I actually saw the one of the a couple of the SpaceX rockets take off over my house. So I see them going up there. And I do think there are satellites that I do think like they launch things into the orbit. Question. I mean, I'm confident they do that, but I see them go up and then you can see, you can see the earth pulling away. So I also think the earth is round a sphere, but I will say if you look up Devon Island, which is the largest uninhabited Island on earth, if I'm not mistaken, it's off, Canada, maybe. And it is where they practice landing on Mars. They literally practice on Devon Island. And if you look at the pictures of Mars and Devon Island, it's like amazing how similar they are. It's like really amazing. Like I would call it unbelievably similar. Is it uncanny? Is it an uncanny resemblance? Uncanny resemblance. Devon Island, D E V O N. And once you start looking at the pictures, like it's hard not to laugh. And it's a shame because I do live near like the NASA, JPL, all this stuff. I know people who work on that stuff and I don't, they are, they are definitely working on science. They believe in, yeah. Like they're, they're doing it. Like I, I just, there is a a complete like ceiling of information in my opinion. And they, anytime it gets out what I really think, like a little league game or whatever, it's like, I'm just totally want to hide behind a tree because they think I'm an absolute lunatic. And it's hard to like look in their face and like think that it's true 
but I can't look at the pictures of Devon Island and Mars and not see the evidence before my own eyes. That's part of science to observe and to repeat, you know, an experiment. Also, experience is one of the best teachers. If you could visually see something and, and there's a, like, let's just think about it. Let's use our imaginations. <laughs> We're on yeah. Earth and there's Pluto, Mars, there's the moon and all that. Uh, how would it be a similar, like, I just, I don't, I can't picture Mars looking anything like Earth. I just, I just, I, 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 it's I identical. Yes. <laughs> it's, it, it, I just don't. I can't. I do not get it. And then the pressure of space. Here's a question for all of the science. Trust me, one of your listeners will be able to comment on this. Space is a vacuum. So, like, how do we move? How do we propel an object with, with zero gravity? So the example I'm going to use is if I wanted to. If I wanted to dive into a swimming pool, I would have to push off something, wouldn't I? Alternatively, I'd have to jump in the air and allow quote unquote gravity to pull me back down into the water. So if we're in space, where's the where's the point that they're pushing off from where they yeah. can actually move anywhere? So even thrusters that make you push forward, it's a push. It's pushing. It's it's what's the opposite reaction? Exactly, exactly. Because we've got this um, density and oxygen and that chemical makeup here to be able to utilize that here on this plane of existence. Up there, it is a vacuum. It is a vacuum. (laughs) I I just can't get it in my head how anything's moving anywhere with the technology we've got. Well, that brings up the one thing that makes me absolutely, I cannot get my mind around the moon landing is that my, it's like, okay, so you sent a rocket to the moon and then it kind of floated around the moon while somebody shot down to the surface and then beamed back up, got into it again. And then it came home. Like, I can't, I just can't imagine how that's possible. You're not helping. (laughs) And who, who put the camera down? Oh, I know. I know. I know. That's a good one. And like, they're there. Like, why not look at the stars and just be like, wow, for the first time in human history, we have this uh, another point of reference for, you know, to look at the stars. And uh, nobody thought to turn the camera up. And it's a wonderful thing. The imagination is a wonderful thing growing up. And I still enjoy sci-fi stuff and all that kind of stuff. And I really like with all of the research and the people, the scientists, the doctors, or, you know, the, the informed people I speak to, it just seems like... It crushes the imagination of sorts of what we thought was possible. But at the same time, it makes us real, well, makes me realize of how special we are and what of a special place that we're at. That, you know, that they've all of this web of, of deceit and, you know, rabbit holes are put all here to, to take us away from this beautiful place, you know, and who we are as beautiful people. Not everybody, obviously, but, you know, um, and just externalize everything. Oh, Earth's crap, man. You, you've been in you know, Earth, man. Pluto, man. Forget Mars, actually. Let's go to Pluto. I want to go there. I want to, I want to, I want a Pluto, Pluto woman or something like that. Maybe that's why they're doing such terrible things in the atmosphere with the spraying and everything. Maybe they want us to not love Eden. 
Mm. Do you see the chemtrails all the time over your house? Of course. Yeah. Of course. It's everywhere. Everywhere. So I've got two that I've completely overdone. I wanted to talk about FTX, Musk, and Twitter, just real quick because I've over, overdone that. And then I have one final, uh, one last thing from 2022 after. So, like, let's do FTX, Musk, Twitter, anything you have to say about any of that. Well, let's do the the Musk thing because I'm a lot more familiar with that. The FTX, I find that cryptocurrency stuff very complex yes um i understand the basics of it and it just seems like some kind of huge ponzi scheme is in essence running i'll tell you just in one paragraph one sentence what i think about that it's like i think that they're making you look at all those complexities and i think the whole entire thing was a psyop from the beginning and i think they all knew and intended it to crash and that they're doing it as a service to the world so that crypto can be regulated. I think they think that they're mm. these unsung heroes. I've done like two hours worth of deep dives on it. So that's my idea about FTX. You don't have to get lost in the weeds of crypto, in my opinion. But yes. yeah, that's all we need to say about that. And then, yes, but I want to hear what you think about Musk and Twitter. Elon Musk and yeah. Twitter. Wonderful marketing, wonderful marketing, and another excellent business proposition. Um, this guy has uh, a lot more money than sense. He's, I think he's clearly on the spectrum, just like potentially. <laughs> yes, uh, yes, Mr. I believe that. <laughs> Mr. Ye is, is as well. Um, it's just, he's he's one of these figures. Yes, he's almost yes. like the, the Tony Stark. He's now Tony Stark. Yes, yes, definitely. <laughs> definitely with rockets and AI. Yes. Oh my gosh, and his public persona, which is very in your face. I don't care yeah. what you think. Oh, you're so you're so right. You're so right. But but not as charismatic. That's the only thing. He's he's got no charisma. He is as stiff as a board. Um, mm-hmm. But that is the that is the, the 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 prototype that he's he's portraying. He's got the rockets. He's got you know he's he's, he's doing some real good things. I mean the cars. I can't stand Teslas personally, but the technology in them are absolutely you know absolutely a one. Um, Electric cars versus gas guzzlers, quote unquote. Like, how much carbon is utilized to make number one a flipping electric vehicle? Let's just come on, people. Use your bloody brains for once. And like, wh- and the, what it transforms into, and how to dispose yeah. of that. Like, the real problem with the environment is the damn pollution. Mm-hmm. So, like, this is not helping that. It's it's and then what they do to to create electricity for some crazy reason they actually burn coal to create electricity. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's yes, yeah. obviously. <laughs> so yeah, coal being put up into the atmosphere is carbon. Oh they want to reduce carbon. And I mean, there want... is water, there is some solar, there is yes. some nukes, but yeah, coal, yeah. and it's yeah. great. <laughs> i think it's great like right on <laughs> it's, it's you know reduce the carbon footprints and all let's be green let's go green 2050 no more sort of petrol um combustion engines will be made this is weird as i oil is not going away because oil has in, invaded our lives in regards to plastics mm-hmm. plastics are everywhere growing mm-hmm. up Monica, you know, it was it was rarely plastics. There wasn't too many plastics. Maybe cleaning products. But for food, there was no food in plastics like that. And that cheap plastic where yeah. the like molecules fly off. Yes. You know, you can't keep a bottle of water in your car. Like that gets into the water, and that's that is carcinogenic. 
yes, but they don't have just... to talk about it that way because it's not actually in the ingredients that they put in the bottle. No. Hence, that's why you have to buy BPA free yeah. plastic bottles, containers, yep. etc. It's no it's dishwashers, no microwaves. Yeah. Do not put plastic in that stuff. Mm. Like the real cancer doctors will tell you that. And and look at the spike. I'm sure there's a correlation oh. with microwaves and the spike in cancer. Because pe- I've heard of chefs, Monica, in the 90s taking the door off of microwaves. Ah! It's quicker. You, you hear me? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Mm. Wow. Yes. Schnikes. Mm-hmm. I'd like yeah. to see the statistics on their health and fertility. I don't think they're with us. I don't think they're with us anymore. I really <laughs> I don't think it. one of them, yeah. The, 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 as soon as the, 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 the sous chef told me about it, I was like, wait, uh, look, don't go anywhere near that area. The, uh, definitely. The reason for a door is to definitely. contain it. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's so crazy. Um, uh. Back to Musk. Back to Musk. Um, so he's Tony Skark. And uh, the Twitter stuff, um, I don't know. Again, it's just it's money because he's got a, a subscription base now with buying t- uh, uh, the, the blue, blue checks and all that. <laughs> I don't care about all that stuff. I really don't <laughs> care about having a blue tick. Now, what I have come across is some of my associates are writing posts, screenshotting other people with blue ticks in their name, offering services. Yeah. It's dangerous, man. It is, predictably. Whole reason for it, this is more chaos, confusion, and someone's going to make money off the back of it, and it might as well be Elon Musk. Might as well. Yeah, he's all, he's all psyop all the time, in my opinion. He's yeah, like, I, don't, I, I trust nobody in that yeah. respect. If you are in a mainstream, I don't, Jonesy, Tucker Carlson, I don't trust any of these people. I, I, I totally listen. agree. But what about Yay? What about yeah? Um, yeah, listen. What, what, what? No, um, I'll listen. Yay. Um, oh, we haven't spoken about yay, have we? No. Okay. So, Mr. Kanye West, aka a yay, who's on the spectrum, as I said, in my opinion, um, or he's he's just a, a he's not he his inhibitions are very low, and he doesn't mind making a fool of himself, and this is an act. Uh, on the other hand, as well. To add to that, I think this is marketing in two different ways. This is to market his uh, unpredictable brand. And this is also a way for him to get out of these unfavorable contracts he had with um, Adidas, etc. Do you remember the first interview he did on Drink Champs? Um, that was the very first one he did. And he said, I'm going to say whatever, I'm paraphrasing there. I've watched you quite some time ago. Um, I can say whatever I want. And Adidas ain't going to do S-I-T-C-H. And that's when they were, after that, they were calling him anti-Semitic, et cetera, et cetera. And then obviously after that, Gap, Adidas, et cetera. Yeah, we can't have um, any kind of connections with someone who is saying DEFCON 3 and blah, blah, blah. So let's look at it. Anti, an anti-Semite, as they pronounce over here, or anti-Semite. Is a biblical comes from a biblical place, doesn't it? it? Comes from a biblical set of people, the son of Noah, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. They had a family. They had a dynasty. They had a group of nations, and under those nations, they are classed as Shemitic. 
people or Semitic people. So if we just pause for the moments, if this is on the replay, bring up another window and just type in Semitic people and just have a wonderful look at all of the different nations and colors of people fall under being Semitic. I'm Semitic. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> my Syrian grandmother. Yes. And my father always told me that. He's like, you're Semitic. <laughs> yes. Okay. This is it. So we can we have people who look like Monica. We have people who are maybe even paler than Monica. We have people who look like myself. We have people who look brown, really brown, and really, really brown. Some with larger noses, some with straighter noses. But in essence, what I'm saying is this covers a wide set of people, a very wide set of people. Um, from the east of Africa, going into the Arabian Peninsula, all the way into Central Africa. So that's going down from, let's see, uh, Eutrea, Ethiopia, Sudan, e Egypt, some into the, I think, Namibia, I think some Namibians. But you'll see once you do the Google search. So that clears that whole thing up. Anti-Semitic. <laughs> Does it really? But his, uh, well, yeah, keep going. Well, it should bring some clarity in regards to because people in their head, and when I didn't know, I heard that term and thought, oh, this relates to those people who live over over in Africa, in Israel. And oh, so if you say, if you question something or if you're, if you say something naughty about them, you're going to be classed as anti-Semitic. So this is basically, this is the get out of jail card. So if, if, yep. if I feel uncomfortable. Wait a minute, Monica, you're being anti-Semitic. You can't say that to me. Wait a minute, you can't say that. That's anti-Semitic. That is you. Wait, ooh. you got a bit too close there. So it's 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 a trope used to stop the conversation. Now, Kanye brings a lot of interesting points. A lot of points which are not not correct. But in essence, what he's saying is that the children of so-called slave prisoners prisoners of war have a lineage and have a history and that history goes back to israel and he's saying that in essence the children of prisoners of war spread across all the four corners of the earth as it was written of in deuteronomy 2868 i believe um it says because you did not hearken unto the most high I am going to put you again in bondage, in slips, in ships, sorry. No, sorry, by the way of ships. And I'm going to scatter you across the earth where no one's going to buy you. You're going to be a bondman to bondman. You're not going to enjoy your language, your wife, your daughter, all of these things. And you're thinking, wait a minute, if I didn't know the Bible which I clearly don't because I didn't know about this Deuteronomy 2868. It sounds like it's talking about black people. Wow. And then you read it a bit more and you think, Israel, okay. I thought Israel was okay, but they were scattered. So, of course, it's going to be a mixed multitude of 12 tribes, which, again, many people don't necessarily talk about. There was 12 tribes of Israel. So Kanye, not to get into the greater detail, because I don't want to take too much time. And one is instance, black, right? One is African? <clears throat> I would say the majority of them are African, oh. Monica. The majority of them were. Because if we look at the lineage, um, and we look at geographically, where, where are they? They're in Africa. 
people might say, oh, no, it's the Middle East. But what is the Middle East? The yeah. Middle of the East. I mean, Libya, Egypt, I mean, they're... It's Africa. Yeah. Yeah. The tectonic plates, it's, depending on what source yes, you look at, yes. you know, they'll say, oh, no, it's not, you know, it's, it's Asia, etc. But okay, well, look, those people mm -hmm. there have a darker hue. They're brown. You know, and then in later times, and not even so much later times, but we had a, a mixed multitude in regards to population, but generally they were brown. They had quote unquote melanin in their skin. So the majority of them indeed were brown people, black people, as they would be called and um, classified through generations and through time. Things have clearly changed, and people look very different through marriage, through being with the different very nations. diaspora. Yes, this is the whole point the diaspora. That's, that's the whole point. We come in very different shades and stuff. But I agree with that point. I'm 100% on board with that um, analogy. The Hitler stuff and all that, I, no. I'm not but with it, that. It does dovetail with this like disturbing trend of revisionist World War II history, which, granted, when you look at when you read history books, when you read Churchill's accounts of things, whatever, like they're very, you know, written by the victor, propaganda, you know, what is good versus evil, 100%. And um, there's a book written by Renee Wormser, I think maybe. I, I can't remember. He wrote, he was the lawyer for the Reese Commission that was exposing oh. big philanthropy. And he also wrote a book called The Myth of the Good and Bad Nations. And so the to write history like that is very Victor oriented. So yes, you could go back and just, you know, because there's always been a problem when you talk about Hitler is like, if he was a crazed, irrational lunatic, how could he get the better of so many people like this is a a conversation that I've, I've had with that German guy I was talking about, who's also Jewish, and he's like, not a lot of you know, German Jews in well, Germany that you know. And so I have this. What's in it? Well, what's yeah. his kind of, what's his, his take He on says it? that it's like, he doesn't, he doesn't like it when people caricaturize Hitler as being just a lunatic because he's like, if some very smart people were, yeah. were taken in by him and he did a lot of damage. And to think that he was just a scattershot nut job really diminishes the enormity of his crimes. So and yeah. it also diminishes and takes away, it hides the people who install some of the ideology yeah. into his heads. And number two, who, who funded him? Hmm? Mm -hmm. Oh, I know the bankers, mm -hmm. but, but yes. So, so then how do you get all those people to get along, to go along with it? It's just like if Tavistock was behind the rolling stones, there has to be value there. It's not going to work. You're not going to get people uh, to adopt something that is just grotesque on its face. Like it's just not going to happen. So so the fact that the history was written caricaturishly, it gives it gives an opportunity to have revisionism. But of course, in my opinion, that revisionism is just one or two steps away from the purpose of it reemerging, which is to weaponize it and create, you know, recreate that really effective 20th century dialectic, which I think they were, you know, moving on to a different one. Um, like I think they were moving on to like religious versus secular and they just went back to communist versus fascist because the religious versus secular was just not 
effective enough. You know, they, they had the terrorists, they had radical religion, it just wasn't effective enough. But communists and fascists, is, they bring it home to everyone all the time. So I feel like there's a lot of, you know, you're getting now to the roots of when fascism started appealing to people. I have another book by Fritz Stern called The Politics of Cultural Despair. So they're giving us cultural despair so they can bring us the politics that, that they could bring before. So I feel like what Ye is saying is dovetailing with this very... Uh, you know, really, you know, I'm not gonna say scary, I'm not scary, but like, there's stuff on the right that's that I think is being planted there. And I think he's he happens to be reflecting that. But, you know, what do you think? Is there any intentionality there? Or do you think he just saw an opportunity or what? That's, uh, I would like my, my cup overfloweth. I'm not gonna say my cup is half full anymore. That is the new one. So I would like to think that this is all intentional and genuine from Mr. Ye, uh, you know, but big juicy butts based upon his previous actions and his works and his deeds. It, it, it screams to me that this is just a publicity. Uh, it's a publicity and he's doing what's necessary for his own needs and whoever else is behind the scenes kind of thing yeah actually that's true you can any sophisticated handler can work with what you're with the material that you're offering mm. authentically mm -hmm. it's 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 sad it's really sad i do again I, i'd like to be positive and think that he's but him aligning himself with nick fuentes or whatever his name is that, that nerdy looking guy that young guy I don't know, man. Him going on Alex Jones and <laughs> and Alex Jones is going on. Oh, I didn't know, you know, Monica. I didn't know. It was all like I just told him to come on and just do his thing. And oh, even though yeah. he has every fifty minutes, he has his breaks where they're not recording. He he couldn't say, "Yo, yay! What what on earth are you doing?" You can't yeah, put cool that it. net away, man. Like, chill yeah. out, man. Oh, you know, what's going on? Well, that's yes. the thing. Of course, Alex Jones would facilitate it, but it doesn't mean that, yeah, he's in on it. Okay, I have one last question about 2022, something that happened right out of left field. I'm going to ask you this. You just tell me yes or no. Are you afraid of getting monkeypox? Reach the thoughts. No. <laughs> Monkeypox. That, that, that was in the news cycle for what, about a day. Oh, they were trying. Yeah, they were trying to get monkey. It was a big thing. It was the next big thing. Monkeypox. Just ridiculous. My daughter, who like gets all of her news from TikTok, God help us. I literally don't tell anybody, but I paid her to take it off her phone. And she did. <laughs> thank God. I think she's just totally sane now. Uh, <laughs> She was like, she was texting me constantly, like, I think I have monkeypox. Does this look oh, like monkeypox? What's monkeypox? How do you get monkeypox? I'm like, even if you have monkeypox, you'll be fine. <laughs> don't exactly. worry about it. It's like, don't exactly. say that. I don't, do I have it? You think I have it? Like, I don't have a look, <laughs> Whatever. I don't but, care. What, but what was another strange thing and an interesting thing to me is that there was initially, I don't know what reports I was looking at, but it seemed like they were saying that this was, um, like a, a big sort of like a, 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 a epidemic, I should say, within like the homosexual community. Did you hear that kind of stuff? Yeah, as well? yeah, it was. It's like AIDS. It sounded just like yes. AIDS. Yeah. 
<coughs> excuse me, the same marketing ploy. So I thought, based upon that, I thought, oh my God, what are they going to do now? Is this going to be the next HIV thing that they're going to drop? But yeah, we've still got time left. So. Yeah. Oh no, I think I do think that it'll it'll come back in some form or another. But I just it was crazy because I did a deep dive on it when they were reporting ninety cases worldwide, ninety cases. So I'm thinking. 90 cases worldwide. I mean, there are more than 90 cases of alien abductions. You know Uh-oh. what I mean? Like every single day, probably like 90 K and 7 billion people. And you're telling me that you could even get 90 people to think that it was monkeypox. Like what the, and, and that we know those answers they're reporting it. Watch the world health organization, like to come out with the next big epidemic when you have 90 cases and then the next week it was like 900 cases. And I'm like, yes, how did I know that? How did I know that's what was coming? Like, because it wouldn't be in the news. It's just like when they say like some kid was abducted in Iowa. It's like, you know what? Kids are abducted in Iowa probably. And they are probably abducted by their dads and they come back or whatever. And then I'm like, but why are you telling me about this? Why am I hearing about this in LA? Because we're going to hear about it for the next month because something's coming. So I don't think monkeypox is gone and maybe they can figure out a way to just spray it on everybody. I'm not, I'm not, not afraid just cause it's a, just cause it's a psyop doesn't mean it's not going to kill people, but. That's a good point. Very good point. Just, just study to show yourself approved and be diligent, be as diligent as possible. I don't fall for the okie doke. I personally would refrain from like large crowds and all that. I've done it for years anyway. I'm not really into being with big crowds yeah. of people and all that kind of stuff. I'm, you know, you never know what on earth these people are going to plan these days. Yeah. They're putting That's... a new legislation in for events and venue events, I guess, organizers and venues to have in place terrorism risk assessments and things in place based upon the Ariane, Ariane Grande, oh, whatever her name. Yeah. Yeah. In Ariana Manchester. Grande. That's it. Wow. Yes. Interesting. Interesting. Came today that I found that information out. I've been wondering where that was all going because there was that big, like, was it a festival or a concert where concert. people died of heart attacks and stuff like right after the boosters came out. And I don't know, that seemed very strange to me as well, but I wondered if they were going to start putting regulations around public events because they really don't want us to associate nope. too much. But I mean, I don't think concerts are going away, but I do think that, I don't know, it seems like they are the subject of PSYOPs. So maybe that'll be a what to watch out for for 2023, some yes. of the things that we're going to see happen. And I hope that we can make this an annual event, Noble, where yeah. we take our perspectives from two corners of the globe <laughs> two corners of the saucer whatever it is <laughs> plane of existence i would like to call there it there you go that would be great so well we have really covered a lot i don't think we hit all like the mainstream ones which makes me happy i hit the stuff that's overdone i don't like i absolutely yes. uh love talking to you i love your perspective it's such a joy and tell people one more time where they can find you and then i'll tell them where they can find me and until we meet again Indeed. So do find me on all major podcast podcast platforms, CFR Network, uh, all socials, i.e. Twitter would be the Noble187, CFR underscore sports. On Instagram, it's CFR underscore news and the Noble187. Thank you very much for your time. Trustfully, this has been insightful and you have enjoyed our dialogue.
And I love your graphics. So I do encourage people to look at your Instagram. I just love it when you make it like a pretty face of me. I just love that. Maybe you'll do that for me as a Christmas present. Oh, but you don't do Christmas, but okay. No, no, as a present. <laughs> I'll do as a present as for a you. Present, don't worry. As a Monica Day present. So, well, that's fantastic. I am Monica Perez, and you all have been listening to Deep Dives, which you can find on your favorite podcasting platform under Deep Dives with Monica Perez. Or you can check out my website, which has everything on there, including a lot of show notes, Monica's Deep deepdives.com and I always communicate with Noble and many 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 others on Twitter at Monica Perez show.